everybody, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Rantel. Not as always. This is my first time on the mic in a while. I know. You missed two podcasts, Phil. I did. A, a, where, the oh, where were you? I was in um, a Italian city called Milan. Right. And I was in a French city called Paris. And Ooh. while you were there, can you give us any of the feel of the local cultural sports culture? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sports. In Milan, great pasta. In Paris, pretty good grapes. Right. But anything sportsy? Anything about the football? Oh, or uh, I know something sportsy. Sure. Uh, Paris had Olympic stuff. So there was either an Olympics that was there or is going to be there. Right, yeah. they're trying for 2024 or 2028. There we go. That's the, that's the one. They had stuff up. 2024, I believe, would be the 100th anniversary of the 1924 uh, Paris Olympics. The I, last think time that, I think I will, I will guarantee yeah, you that it's like, the 100-year yeah. anniversary of the Paris Olympics. Well, now, I, I can't remember whether or not 1924 oh, okay. was the last Paris Olympics or not. My, my apologies. But uh, is it soccer season right now? It's always soccer season I don't actually know there. when they the just soccer have different season is. Cups I saw leagues. kids in the park, and they were all playing soccer. Okay. So oh, okay. That happened. They had uh they were doing they were smoking little cigarettes and wearing berets and drinking <laughs> wine while doing it, but they were playing soccer. Hey, I go. Mean, it was in it was in a different region, but you were there the during the, the Criterium du Dauphiné. Uh, uh as sure. exciting as that was with uh with uh yeah uh uh Richie Port losing the yellow jersey on the final day. That does not sound like a French name. Richie Port. On no, the podcast today, we uh. have Connor McGregor. Hey, yes, there we, we go. Do. Yeah, we do. He's a We're fighter. not talking about a bicycle yeah, race yeah. that no one knows about. So we Connor McGregor. We're going to do a lot of coverage of Connor McGregor as he's got his big fight coming up with Floyd Mayweather. Yep. This is like a uh a, what you call? It? What's the what's the tennis move? It was Billie Jean King and and what's his bucket? Uh, the that other ch- guy he played the ping pong yeah. champion. Uh, no, he, that, he, he was like a really old male tennis player, but it was one of those it was like big, the battle like, of the sexes at the Astrodome. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like this, this is, is like MMA versus boxing. MMA versus boxing. So it'd be like a tennis player playing a ping pong yeah. champion. Except in this case, it's a boxing match, which sure. you know sort Cute. of doesn't bode well for Conor McGregor. Like sure. he's an MMA fighter. He's fighting in a boxing. But match. he's won a bunch of fights. He has won a bunch of fights. And yeah. they much do punch in MMA. He is yeah. much younger than Floyd Mayweather. Uh, that could be an important factor. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, his, we're gonna get the straight dope from Conor McGregor. He's on to clear the, the air about his dope. The straight wow. dope. Wow. Wow. When did you get cool? He's gonna clear <laughs> the air so that we can get a good look at the straight dope guys. There we go. Oh. Oh. Good look at the straight dope. Uh, Joel's new ESPN show. <laughs> And news, news, news. But first, Tim Tebow update, watch update. Tim Tebow update, watch update. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. Minor League Baseball promotional weekend predicated on trolling Tim Tebow. Uh oh. Sub headline What took so long? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I would have like thought that'd given. be opening weekend. Right. A, yeah. couple, a couple of weeks ago, Timothy Richard Tebow and the low class A Columbia Fireflies went to Charleston. Whoa, Jordan. Yep. Jordan. I wouldn't call them low class. Oh, I no, mean. no, no. I mean, there's high A and there's low A. Yeah. This is low A. Do they like okay. pick their noses? Is that why they're yeah, low class? They don't extend pinkies when they're having afternoon tea. That's it's, too bad. <laughs> you have to. You have to there's a low A and there's a high A because at low A, there's a lot of etiquette lessons before they'll let you graduate to the mm, higher levels. Right, of right. League they like tweet foul stuff all day and want to sleep with their daughters. Yeah, that kind of, yeah. 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 Low class. Low class. Boorish, even. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they went to Charleston for a three game series against the Charleston River Dogs, a team that counts Bill Murray as a co owner. 
Whoa. Yeah, don't be too impressed. He's a co-owner of like three minor league teams. I'm really? assuming that's like a Cubs yeah. affiliate. Uh, I think it's because he has a house in Charleston. Uh, he also has equity in a team in St. Paul, I believe. Minnesota? Does he have a house in St. Paul? No, he's just got more money than God. Yeah. Uh, minor league baseball is known for its whimsical giveaways, silly promotions, and low-paid players that allow for modestly priced beer. Sure. The Charlton River, uh, Charleston River Dogs basically made last weekend Tim Tebow weekend. But considering he was on the visiting team, this promotion had a great mean-spirited twist. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> in researching this story, I found the Charleston Post and Courier, uh, in their lead paragraph, referred to Tebow as... Celebrity baseball player, Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which I thought was outstanding. But first things first, uh, the mascot, that's Charles T. Riverdog. Ah. I assume the T stands for ton. Oh, I thought it was an <laughs> homage to Craig T. Nelson, the great coach of sitcoms. Ah, uh, no. You know, I'll bet you Phil's right about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this uh, furry anthropomorphic dog put on eye black that read John 316. Isn't that Tebow's thing? It is Tebow's thing. And he tweeted out a picture of himself in which he claimed to have caught Tebow fever. Uh-oh. Then before the game, <laughs> the, the furry mascot went down to one knee to Tebow. Yep. Yikes. And presumably asked, do all dogs go to heaven? <laughs> While he did this, a hype person for the River Dogs did a flip over him. Wow. Yeah. So even if you thought for a moment, like, maybe he's actually being reflective on something, he's like, whoa, sweet flip! Yeah. Who cares? That's how all <laughs> prayers should go down. Uh, but the fun was just beginning as to get folks in the trolling spirit, the Jumbotron, uh, before the game started, played a video of Tebow crying on the sideline during Alabama's 32-13 to victory over the Florida Gators oh, in the shit. 2009 SEC Championship yeah, game. It's my a great goodness. Clip. He's just, I mean, it is a great clip, but that's aggressive. He's a bit. And then this was my favorite. Every time an opposing hitter was up on the video board, you know, where they have the stats and they yeah. have a picture of that player in, oh, the, yeah. and a, in the hat, um, instead of their name, it just said, not Tim Tebow. Nice. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Unless and it, they're right. Unless it was Tim Tebow, in which case they put Tim Tebow. Sure. The team's official account tweeted out a picture uh, of this saying, we're not sure who is batting, but we're relatively sure it's not Tim Tebow. <laughs> relatively. And then they also tweet a picture of Tebow in the on-deck circle with the caption, yes, that is Tim Tebow with a baseball bat in his hands. Now we believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's really mean. Uh, but did all this trolling manage to get inside Tebow's head? Who yes. who could know? I feel like there's plenty of room. So. Impossible to say. He's a bad baseball yeah, player. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, over the weekend series, the Charleston River Dogs did take two of three from Tebow's Columbia Fireflies. Tebow went two for 12, three Ks on Sunday, and a swing and a I miss. I forget, two for 12. That's, uh, let's see, that's a three, three what batting average? It'd be way, less than three. Oh, it'd be way less than three. Sorry, I was thinking 20 for 12. Uh, one out of six. I think it's 167. Is that yeah, right? that sounds about right. Something like that. Phil, for the Sports Outsider, 167 is not good. Yeah, yeah and 187 is the police code for murder. What? Yeah, if he gotten one more base knock, he ah. would have been killing it. Ah. However, on one swing and a miss, his bat flew into the stands. Ooh. Its trajectory sent it flying four rows back, where it hit a 12-year-old with Down syndrome so hard, it knocked the extra chromosome loose. Curing him. Wow. Oh, there we go. So happy ending. He's like Jesus, but he has to throw bats at people. <laughs> right, like uh, abusive Jesus. Gah. <laughs> 
News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Adrian Peterson enjoying New Orleans Saints. Who? Semicolon. Enjoying New Orleans cuisine more. Ah, po' boys. Oh, you you never want to hear that about the newly signed athlete of any sort. Well, he's a running back, Phil, and he just signed with the New Orleans Saints. Mm -hmm. uh, Coming over from, he was with the Vikings last year, right? Yeah. Oh, so going from no flavor to lots of flavor in the food. Yeah, this is is a real spike. Mm. Uh, So, and to quote King of the Hill... The Louisiana diet will kill a man as surely as the sword. Sure. Uh, <laughs> since signing with the Saints in April, like any red-blooded American, Adrian Peterson has been amped about playing in New Orleans. There's music, food, and a bunch of carpetbaggers. There we go. <laughs> Quote, that was something I was looking forward to coming here. Just the food, the culture, the people, great people here. It's been an amazing experience so far. But has it been an amazing experience so far? Or has it been a scrumptious experience? Ooh. I was trying to stay away because when I first got here, they tested my body fat and it was like 7 or 8%. And two weeks later, I did it and it was approaching 9 or 10%. Uh oh. <laughs> I was shit. like, I wanted to make sure I stopped eating so good, but it's so delicious. Right. I agree. Creole <laughs> cooking's the best. You know what his go to option is? Uh, I bet uh, fried shrimp. I'm guessing classic red beans and rice. Charboiled oysters. Oh, yeah. I've been tearing them up, he said. And just how dedicated is AD to the seafood oper- offerings of the Big Easy? Well, Peterson said he discovered that he had a shellfish allergy five years ago during the Minnesota Vikings training camp. Really? He, ha- he ate some gumbo, something in the broth caused an allergic reaction. He was in his dorm room and his face started itching like crazy, so he called the team's trainer. Quote, it seemed like the phone call triggered it. As soon as I got off the phone, my throat started to close. That's an allergy to Yikes. phones. As Peterson yeah. ran down the stairs, the team trainer was running with him, so Peterson averted any major crisis. Peterson says he, he has, was he was running away from the trainer. No, he was running up to him, and then the other guy was like running. Like oh, okay, yeah. Both, yeah. I see. Running towards each other, and he says he hasn't eaten any <laughs> arms gumbo. extended. Yeah, oh, of course. He says he hasn't eaten any gumbo since coming to New Orleans, but he plans to take the risk. Yes, I love gumbo. I love seafood in general, so I'll be eating some gumbo. He has a seafood and shellfish allergy that he's ignoring for the sake of midnight heartburn. Uh, that sense. is how much this man loves the food. You know this what, though? A- it's worth I, If I was allergic to shellfish and I was in Louisiana, I would go, well, this is how I die. <laughs> this is a beeline to an episode of Broad City that I thought was particularly ridiculous. Oh, I did see that yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he uh, basically he knows he's allergic to scallops. He's also had bad experiences with shrimp. But as he samples cuisine in the new city, he's carrying around an EpiPen. So he's mm. eating things that in the past have, again, closed his throat. Sure. But he's got the EpiPen with him. Yeah, that'll make him okay. To, to, to just stab it. We've all seen Pulp Fiction. We get it. That's not an EpiPen, Phil. Felt like yeah. it. <laughs> it's like a giant syringe of adrenaline. Sure. Isn't that what an EpiPen is? <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's like a moderately sized syringe of adrenaline. Ah, okay. I'm sorry. I got the size of the syringe wrong. You did, Phil. In October 2015, it should be noted... Peterson again dealt with a shrimp allergy that led to stomach discomfort before the game. That game, he rushed for 98 yards in a Vikings win hmm. and ran for another 300 yards at the end of the game straight to the roomy handicap stall. <laughs> that was 300 yards away? <laughs> Do you Man, think they, gotta they have get more a stalls. handicap stall in an NFL locker room? They have to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Osha <laughs> would come in and shut this down. <laughs> If wheelchair football players can't poop here, then this whole thing is shut down. 
Joining us now on the podcast is uh, UFC champ Conor McGregor. Conor, Hello, it's great gentlemen. to have you on. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have Thank you, Thank you for having me. Yeah. We don't do yeah. a lot in the UFC uh, space. You we should did be have, doing uh, more. It's a fast-growing sport. I know. That's why we're, we, we're having you on. We want to make some inroads. And it sounds like you want to make some inroads into boxing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take on Floyd Mayweather Jr. I'm going to beat him, beat his arse, punch him right in the face, ground and pound. Do a little grappling. Uh, I mean, you're not going to do be, a little kicking. I'm going to kick no, him right in the yeah, shins. I mean, no, uh, all is, of those things are not allowed. Oh no, I meant it metaphorically. I know what right. boxing okay. is. Oh, okay, yeah. I understand boxing. Well, I think a lot of people are a little confused because we we were expecting a fight like this, but something that might meld some of the elements of boxing and MMA to to give you some sort of chance here. Oh, but yeah. the fact that you're in a straight boxing no, match to give against him some a sort of chance. I'm well, unstoppable. Okay, any sport I could take him on. I could take on any. Sp- I could take him on in soccer. I could take him on in. Fencing. Yeah, okay, I mean and that might be I, I think true. You'd have a better shot at all of these, but you, I mean to take on one of the great the, boxers. I'm of proving all time. I'm the best athlete in the world. I mean, I would and watch frankly, that fencing yeah. pay per view. It's not just yeah. because they're giving me gobs and gobs of money. They but are giving you gobs and gobs. It's a of ridiculous money. amount, really. I, I think you're going to get more than the cumulative of total of what you've made in it your made entire. Made me MMA realize career. that all these skills of being the best at everything in the world means I, I got to start making more money. Oh. UFC is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm oh. actually booking myself on a lot more. Oh, that's oh, good. Expanding as your much brand. Money as possible. Oh, wow. So this is like the first hey. of a Conor McGregor tour. Of, this of is different... a Conor McGregor tour. Okay, well, what else do you What else do you have on the docket then? Oh, uh, well, there's going to be one where I'm going uh, to be ice sculpting. You're ice sculpting. Yep, against the greatest ice sculptors in the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. That seems, that seems a bit odd. I mean, do you have any experience oh, well, ice Well, I'm going to win. I'll come in first. I mean, have you ever ice sculpted before? Nah, but how hard can it be? All have I got to do is have you ever get the ice, give it before? a little punching, give it a little kicking, and before you know it, it's a swan. You, you know, kick and so you know, this ice? is not mixed martial arts. You cannot yeah. kick in ice sculpting. Well, well you can me. kick in ice sculpting. I just don't think it does I'm anything. I'm going to kick it right into a swan. I'm going to look at the ice right I mean, in the eye chance and that say, you dislodge any ice, right I think the, it's not right going to be the sort of... Ice. Well, let's, let's take a look. For this ice sculpture thing, are they... Paying you a lot of money? They're paying me lots of money, yeah. That's, that's interesting. I would not think that there would be a lot of money okay. in ice sculpting. It's, it's going to bring a, a lot of attention to the sport. Ice sculpting has been talking about wanting to hey, get younger yeah, with are. their demographics. That's a, that's a fair point. They are. All yeah. right, so, so what else What else do you have? I'm going to wrestle a car. You're going to wrestle You're going to wrestle a car? Wrestling a car, it's for NASCAR. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I'm going to wrestle... I'm going to jump right on the track. I'm going to catch one of the cars. I'm going to wrestle it to the ground. You're going to catch one of the cars. Yep. It's, you're not going Mid to race wrestle. Or... For every car that I uh, catch and I pin, get another $5 million. Let me, let me okay. just... well, that's that's going to be zero. You're not have, going to catch or pin gonna, any car. Have you thought that's about what... maybe just starting in a garage or a shop and maybe wrestling the first car? I've already stationary. been training. Now, I've been training. You Connor, know, stationary say, cars have gotten too easy. I could even a car going ten kilos per hour. I could still have, take. Have, could have it to the ground. Have you talked to your management? Because I really feel like maybe your management should have done a better job of no, meeting no. meeting NASCAR halfway there. Like maybe the management you, loves it. They they're seeing their ten percent and they're saying every car you catch that's five hundred thousand. Sure, but it seems me. like at like one hundred and eighty miles an hour, you're just gonna die. I'll like, ground it and pound it. <laughs> Couldn't, I'll ground the car. And couldn't I'll pound they at the car. least negotiate something where the cars would be traveling at a slower speed or even be stopped? But when we want to make wrestling. sure all the NASCAR fans are going to be there, and the NASCAR fans are only there during the races. 
And so I got to go to the races. I got to <laughs> catch the cars so, and wrestle so to, to the ground. To be clear, this isn't necessarily like a big event. They're just letting you onto the track during a NASCAR event. During another event, yeah. They're They'll not, announce it in that the the kind of like uh, somebody shooting a basket during a halftime just, this show. This is just basketball. like a normal NASCAR event. Yeah, they won't even just stop a little, it. With It'll just be. a little added gravy on the top. Just a little added gravy of watch Conor McGregor. And a little the added gravy of gra- Conor of, McGregor of your blood smeared all over the track. Watch. That's what a lot of competitors have said is they're going to beat me and nobody has, have they? That's true. And Floyd true. Mayweather Jr. won't. And those okay. NASCARs aren't going to. And the ice sculpture sure as hell ain't going to beat me. Okay, okay. Well, well. moving on from NASCAR, which, I again, I really think you should talk to your management about that one and possibly reconsider. But what, what else What else have you got? Planned? I'm going to win a marathon. Okay. That's, okay. I mean, you're in great shape. In I could Kenya. See- <sighs> oh, that it seems like you're really yeah, they don't stacking let, the deck they against yourself. Wait, Jordan, is it against Kenyans? It's against Kenyans, I yeah. really feel like, is it, is it like but an I'm unstoppable. They 65 know. plus group or something? No, no it's, it's, uh, it's just standard. It's the standard runners. Okay, so yeah. the best marathon Not is allowed to wear shoes, but I don't see that as a problem. You couldn't get I've yourself my to wear shoes. Alone. Because, again, Connor, I feel like you have a better chance of wrestling a car than you do of beating the best marathon runners in Kenya in a barefoot race in Kenya. But for every single time that I'm in first place at the end of a kilo, they're going to give me another $100,000. Do you know how much sunblock you're going to need to bring, Mr. McGregor? No, I don't need sunblock. Uh, Yes, you're going to need sunblock. Connor, I'm going to tell you now. I'm too tough for sunblock. I can bait those UV rays (laughs) back into the sky. I don't. If they came down and tried to burn my skin, I'll Boy, grab them by their UV again, rays and chuck them back I up into the sun. I don't mean to criticize your management, but it seems like sunblock would have been something you could have gotten in a concession. In a concession. I don't need it. I don't also, need it. I got to tell you, my I think your plan here should be to just go out really fast and hope that you can get to the end of the first kilo before the others. I think it's possible that you might be able to finish a kilo, maybe two Ahead of the well, other. I'm going to finish all of them. Can I, can then I, I'm going to make my millions of dollars. I was going to say, it really feels like, for a while, you know, looking at your career in UFC, it felt like you were doing it because you like to win. You like the competition. Yeah, I do. I and, like to win. Well, I but, always win. Right, but now it kind of seems like you're just chasing a buck, uh, chasing a payday yeah. with each of these. I'm going to punch like bears. Just, what? Yeah, what? I'm going to go into the woods, and for every bear I punch right in the nose, give me another $10,000. That's not that much to punch a bear. There's a lot of risk it involved is if, here. It is if I punch a thousand bears. That's ten million dollars. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, if I that, just punch true. a if I punch a bear every minute, and I just keep keep up that pace, a bear a minute money. pace, a bear a minute pace. Uh, Maybe where, I'll fall in. Where I'll are go you going into, to find a thousand bears in a thousand minutes? In a cave full of honey. <laughs> <laughs> go into the cave and I'll just say, "Oi, bear." Is that the no, location of the challenge? Right the I just really honey. feel like yeah. you should have fought again for They're a better strap venue a GoPro than a to me. I'm going to live yeah. stream it on Twitch.tv. What are you going to be wearing? Some sort of protective gear? I'm going to go in naked, just like the bears, so that it's an even fight. I don't think that's an even fight. That's an even fight. fight. How many wins do the bears have? The bears don't have any wins. <laughs> I mean, Look at my record. In, in, Look in, at my in, record. In their bear versus salmon record, I'm pretty sure they're undefeated. I'm, I'm, I'm also pretty sure all of those bears are undefeated against people, too. I don't think they've gone head-to-head with people because most of those bears wind up getting killed. But but I think all time, the, the, the people-to-bear ratio without... I mean, punching, you could have gotten like a spear or something, a bow. Why would I need a spear? I don't fight in the octagon with the spear. But you bow. don't fight bears in the octagon. 
Oh, well, then you're definitely not going to agree with... I have to bite sharks. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, what? I have to jump you into deep waters. You have to fight sharks? No, I have to bite sharks. Bite sharks? Yeah. There's no fighting because they can only bite, so I can only bite. Why would you do Connor, that? that They're going to put me in with a great white shark, and then I'm going to get into a tank, and for every time I bite it before it dies, give me $30. <laughs> $30? I can bite fast. <laughs> How many, bites bite. are, how many bites are you thinking you can turn this into? At least 100 bites a minute. At least if, I could just, <laughs> if I could just get it by the tail and just keep gnawing. 100 bites a minute. How many minutes do you think this is going to go? Oh, well, if I start at the tail and I eat the whole thing, <laughs> this thing could last for days. If I just get it by the tail, it can't bite with its Connor, tail. Connor, you, you oh, couldn't. Oh, and if you have the tail, it can't. If I have the tail, it can't back. get me. No, it can, it can get back. No, no, George. no. Not this if I bite good. it hard enough. Yeah. Pretty sure it'll just. Throw him off of its tail because they'll be underwater It'll and be it's intimidated by me. Do you think you can be able to break the skin the first couple bites? Oh, yeah. And he's golden. I, I eat the toughest steaks. You're, I don't know if you're him. familiar with shark skin, but it's steaks. tougher than the toughest snakes. Steaks. Whatever. Okay? Just don't. I can't believe you're in a biting contest with a shark. That's insane. Biting is the only thing that sharks do well other than swimming, and you're going to have to do both. But speaking of snakes. Oh God! Don't don't I'm tell me. Get thrown into a tank full of snakes. Okay. We can only fight with poison, <laughs> with venom that's inside our bodies. Yeah. So I mean, I was about to say how are you not poison. Poison would be okay because yeah. snakes don't have any poison. Right. It's only venom. Yeah. We, snakes we can only are venomous. The venom inside. And for every snake that I kill, gonna give me a pence. A, a pence. Yeah. Oh, that's a penny. That's a penny. Right or something or six. But the way I've got it figured, if I could just start. Uh, given poison to the ones at the top, they're going to pass my venom down to the bottom, and so oh. there you know it. Ten million snakes will be they're dead. Gonna, they're going to do like snake autopsies after this. Yeah, and they're going to cut open every like, snake. You've clearly just bitten this one to death yeah. by force. No, it's got to be venom. No penny for you. Yeah, it's got to be venom <laughs> for each one. The only look, dead snakes look, they like. I got ten million snakes. Venom That's a quick hundred thousand dollars. And you're you're planning on waiting until the venom from the snakes biting you. Is coming out of your mouth. Oh, no, I'm training. I'm training to have venom inside me, naturally produced. He's always trained. See, this is what I love about Conor McGregor. I'm a worker. Yeah. Yeah. Getting it done. Always in training. I hope you've enjoyed it, Jordan, because I honestly, I don't think he's going to get to most of these challenges. I mean, I think he's going to lose the ice sculpture one, but survive it. And then I think it's NASCAR and we're done. All of the other ones are not going to happen. I'll drink your pee for a quarter. I mean, that's, that's... Give me a cup of your pee. I'll drink it for a quarter. Easiest quarter I'll ever make. I can drink... I'm not, I'm not going to do that, Connor. I can drink pee easily. I can drink all the pee. I don't doubt that you can drink. Because I'm, I'm the best in the world. Tell you what, if I let you drink my pee for a quarter, will you forego the NASCAR, the snake, the shark, and the bear challenges? Definitely not the NASCAR. <laughs> that's going to be my moneymaker. I mean, that is actually probably the most dangerous one. Thank you very much for joining us today, Connor. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. Oh, what do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, National Pro Fast Pitch. National Pro Fast, I mean, is that, is this a fancy way of saying Major League Baseball? National Pro Fast Pitch, or the NPF, formerly the Women's Pro Softball League. Not the MPFP. Oh. Or the WPSL. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Is the only professional women's softball league in the United States. Are we ready for a quick tirade here, folks? Okay. It's atrocious that we do not have women's baseball. Yep. I think, like, and this is not to say that there's anything wrong with fast-pitch softball. It's obviously been a wonderful sport that a lot of brilliant female athletes have come out of. Mm -hmm. But quite frankly, like, the whole reason the two were separated dates back to to pre-Title IX days. And for God's sakes, we should just have women's baseball. I would watch women's baseball here's the, never here's the problem no, you with wouldn't. that no, you, no you're lying yeah i would watch a little women's Joel, i'm baseball. a bigger baseball fan than you and i would not watch women's baseball any more than i uh, watch college more, baseball men's pro- college baseball we, or minor league baseball we've already had a case study of this point. and pitch was canceled after one season what yes pitch was good i liked pitch i watched pitch you didn't but know pitch canceled. was canceled I'm not on Facebook uh, and stuff. Oh, what no. do you think? It was? <laughs> I read it on Deadline, yeah. Joel. Read the like, trades, no, Deadline. Joel. Read the trades, man. Well, that's really disappointing. Yeah, I don't know if I'm in the right mindset for this. Can we do the wide world of weird sports? Let's do it. Uh, NPF currently features six teams. Say them with me now: the USSA Pride, Pride. the Akron Racers, Akron Racers. Akron Racers. the Chicago, Chicago Bandits, Bandits, Bandits. Bananas. Yep. The Texas Charge, the Houston, Houston Lady Charge, Scrapyard, Dogs. Did you say Scrapbooks? No. <laughs> that felt sexist. <laughs> that felt very sexist. And, of course, the Beijing Shogong Eagles. Wait, what? You want to you wanna stop there? I'm sorry. Do these? Yeah, USSA Pride, the Akron Ra- Racers, the Chicago Bandits, the Texas Charge, the Houston Scrapyard Dogs, and of course, Boy, the Beijing Shogun Eagles. Would it to land in the Western Conference <laughs> in this one? Yeah, a lot of traveling. Yeah. This is a killer road trip. Well, it's really just one series, but... <laughs> uh, each year, the playoff teams battle for the Cowles Cup. The Cowles Cup? The Cowles. C-O-W-L-E-S. Like, like what Batman wears to conceal his face? Kind of, only with an E-S. I have a feeling it's named after a last name. Uh, oh. Cowles, Most cups are named after a last name or a brand of cigarettes. Right, exactly. Like the Winston <laughs> Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Winston's both, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The WPSL was founded in 1997. And folded in 2001. What? And the NPF revived the league in 2004. Still going strong. Still going strong. Uh, Okay, so league history. History, history. On November 21st, 2002, never forget, the WPSL announced a rebranding strategy and official name change to the National Pro Fast Pitch. Mm. Yep. Major League Baseball partnered with the NPF as its official development partner. I do not know what that means. I don't know. I feel like it's like the WNBA where it's like they went to the NBA and are just like, do you feel guilty enough to give us money? And the NBA said, yeah. Yeah, I guess <laughs> and so. so. I'm sure Major League Baseball did the same thing. Yeah. But as a development partner, what are they like? Yeah, you should get more people in the fan. Yeah, sure. You, should, you know what they should say as a development partner? Day. You should help record, re- recruit more women to women's baseball. Right. Uh, hey, hey is, uh, right before they signed the deal, MLB asked, is this a tax write-off? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, we don't lose anything then, so I guess so. Are you, are you, are you sure? What if, we, <laughs> what, if, what if we bought the league and donated it to Goodwill? <laughs> <laughs> well, the MLB's efforts were to connect with female athletes and women in general. <laughs> that's, that's admirable. Yeah, they want women to say the MLB cares about us. I feel like any time you find yourself saying... This is saying, such a missed opportunity for pitch! Ah. Oh. 
It would have been perfect. You could have shown up at the game, sung the national anthem. Anytime you utter the phrase connect with women in general, you've you've got a problem. You've you've not been doing something right for a long time. Never write that in your dating profile. (laughs) I'm looking to connect with women in general. In general. Yeah. Uh, As official development partners in 2003, Major League Baseball provided introductions to Major League Baseball clubs, community partners, broadcast partners, and to MLB.com. So they went, hey, meet this person. Hey, television networks, air our stuff. No. (laughs) Well, aren't you glad we scheduled that general for you? Right, exactly. (laughs) I hope you learned a lot. Make sure to ask a lot of questions. It's a great experience. (laughs) Entertainment industry burn. Right. Take that. Uh, As part of its long-term sales, marketing, and promotional campaigns, NPF featured an all-star tour in 2003. The tour provided each of the league's expansion team owners with the tools to lay the groundwork in the marketplace for the official launch of league play in 2004. So they were putting out all the best players and saying, look how good they are. Okay. Yep. Uh, In 2004, the league relaunched with six teams. We already went through them. Oh, wait. No, these are different ones. (laughs) The the teams they launched with in 2004, which have now apparently all gone under or changed, (laughs) is the California uh, Sunbirds. In Stockton, California. The Arizona Heat in Tucson, Arizona. The Texas Thunder in Houston. Uh, The Akron Racers still around. Akron, Ohio. The New England Riptide in Lowell, Massachusetts. And the New York, New Jersey Juggernauts of Montclair, New Jersey. Uh, Wonder what made them cancel the Beijing team. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What... I mean, a, a mere two years they gave that experiment? Oh, it was it was gross human rights violations, <laughs> oh, yeah. actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and by absolutely. gross human rights violations, they mean flying coach to Beijing six times Hey-o! a year. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, where it starts getting sad. Uh, contract uh, Contraction and expansion, 2009 to present. The New England Riptide did not play the 2009 season. Guess why? Uh, not enough money being made. Uh, citing economic reasons, yes. Uh, mm. uh, the Washington Glory folded outright and replaced by the USSSA Pride. You don't want to... Once you get to USS, everyone immediately thinks R. I right. I don't think that they... I don't yeah. know if that's good branding. They <laughs> did, in their generals, they did not learn that lesson. <laughs> uh, so in, 2000, uh, in January 2015, the league announced the Dallas Charge as an expansion team for the 2015 season. Uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex-based team will be splitting their home games between the ball fields at Craig Ranch in McKinney and the ballpark in Arlington. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize. I, I knew it was the ballpark at Arlington. I didn't realize it was also the ball fields. <laughs> sure. <laughs> McCraig Kinney. Yeah. Wonder which one came first. Yep. Uh, so it was May 2nd, 2017 when they announced the expansion team, the Beijing Shogun. Oh, uh, so that's new. That's new as of this year. New. Yeah, it oh, just started. Oh, okay. Yeah. This well, is... thank goodness. <laughs> yes. uh, its roster is to be populated with members of China's women's national softball team and selected American players. For 2017, the home half Beijing schedule will be played at home venues of the other NPF teams. Beijing is expected to announce a permanent U.S. home location in the future. Oh, so they're not flying to China for now. <laughs> I like the idea that they're just going to pick like some random town, like I don't know, in southern Illinois, and be like, "Okay, we're the Beijing Shogun." What? Uh, the Beijing. Come out yeah, and support us, everyone. They might go with like San Francisco or Monterey Park. Even so, with the president Somewhere saying the stuff large... he's saying about China, they're going to get some jeers. Yeah. 
And that brings it to another wide world of weird sports. Citizens of Podcast Town, thanks for listening. But this brings you a close on the sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back Conor McGregor to give you our contact information. All right, I'm back. Great to have you back. It's good to be back. All right, you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, I'll, uh, anybody who comments, I'll, uh, I'll call them whatever name you want for a dollar. Oh, because I'm brave enough to. <laughs> Any name you want me to call him. It's not that brave. Like a booger face? I'll call him a booger face for a sure. dollar. Yeah. As, as, long, as long as the, the collection of the money happens outside of the podcast, hey, you can go ahead. It'll happen through, uh, through PayPal. You don't have Venmo? You can find us on Twitter. We're going to twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. You know, you can send money through Twitter now. You can okay. just send. You can just send dollars through Wait, Twitter. Really? Yeah, you can. Is, do you, is this your way of saying you want money? If you Twitter? want to, <laughs> or you can find all of our back episodes at SoundCloud by going to SoundCloud.com/slash Sports Number Three Podcast. That's SoundCloud.com/slash Sports Number Three Podcast. I bet you're making some pretty good bank on that one. <laughs> oh yeah! You? Oh yeah! They we're, run advertisements. We're cleaning up. Well, good for you. Thank you very much. You're Connor welcome. Greger. Hey guys. Hey Joel. Joel. You noticed how like loose and unkempt the uh the intros to Wide World of Weird Sports was again this week? What? I feel like it was really like like, you know, tight and, and down the line the last two weeks. And no, the last to... you first of all, you didn't leave space to put the echo effect in it, <laughs> which made it really tricky to you know what? Lights off. <laughs> have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.